Dan Bongino. I have an obligation to come on the air with data and material and research. I can't just say, trade stinks. Thanks for tuning in. The Dan Bongino Show. Well, let's jump right in because we have no time for nonsense. Get ready to hear the truth about America. When I was a young man, I don't remember it being sexy to want to allow a nanny state to control my life. On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Renegade Republican with Dan Bongino. Producer Joe, how are you today? All set and ready to go, Dan. (laughs) How you doing? Yeah, good. Good. And let me just lay this out for you right away and put it all out on the table. Today's show may be a little scattershot. And my apologies for that. I There is just so much to talk about today. And so much has happened that I took two pages of notes. And I'm going to try to lay this out A to Z. But if it goes A to T <laughs> to B to Q to S back to T, back to X, Y, then just bear with me, please, because there's a lot to talk about, a lot to get through. So let's get right in. Today's show brought to you by our buddies at Brickhouse Nutrition. Uh, you know what? It's a good time to talk about Brickhouse because I needed a dawn to dust today, which is their energy tablet, which is the best energy product I've ever tried. My wife loves it. My family loves it. I gave it to my father. He loves it. I know Joe loves it. This product is called Dawn to Dust. Yeah. The problem with energy drinks today, which Joe, you and I both know, is you drink one of these drinks and an hour later, you're crashing. Yeah. Same thing with coffee. You need another one and another one and another one. Who wants to take 50 energy drinks and day, you'll be on the bowl peeing all day. Uh, Pardon my uh, uh, graphic description, but it's absolutely true. These guys solved the problem over at Brickhouse Nutrition. This product lasts up to 10 hours. Nice increase in energy, increase your uh, mood and motivation, heightens your mental focus. Great for cops, great for firemen, great for CrossFitters, mixed martial artists, really active parents, people out there working with their hands for a living on an assembly line. Thanks for all your building out there for America. This will get you through the workday. This is terrific stuff. Gamers, military personnel, give it a shot up to 10 hours of energy. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Check it out, Dawn to Dusk. That's the name of the product. BrickhouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Give me your feedback. The emails I've been getting on this product are absolutely tremendous. All right, getting right in. No more wasting time here. Right. So Nancy Pelosi, uh, today has made a comment about yesterday's announcement of a special counsel. For those of you who may have missed it, the yesterday at about five o'clock, by the way, I've learned never ever turn off the news after five o'clock because you're going to miss something and you're going to be left on the outs. So of course, after five o'clock yesterday, a note comes out from the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, that he is announcing the appointment of a special counsel to investigate this Trump, Russia, fairy tale, a myth, Teddy Ruxpin story. <laughs> Joe, we're not Trumpsters here. We never have been. If you listen right. to my library, you know that. I don't need to defend myself for the thousandth time. But what I, I what I just don't get is what are we invest? I don't even understand what we're doing here. We're appointing a special prosecutor to prosecute what? I don't understand what's happening here. We are losing control of uh, literally of the government the government is just the this is supposed to be a constitutional republic a representative democracy and we've lost total control so the deputy attorney general appointed a special counsel robert Mueller, who was a former fbi director who i don't know i i know who he is but i don't know him personally i should say to be more precise Mm. 
appears to have a, a pretty decent reputation uh, uh, bipartisan-wise. Great. That doesn't matter. Um, Joe Lieberman has a great reputation, too. That doesn't mean we should appoint him as a special counsel to investigate, you know, uh, a tax fraud at, uh, you know, at, at Goldman Sachs if it didn't happen. <laughs> Folks, this is a witch hunt. Now, why am I bringing up Pelosi? Because Joe, mm. I, you know, I was going to pull sound on this, but it's a it's a waste of I'm not, it's a waste of time. It's a thirty five minute show, and, and it's a total waste of time. All you have to do is use the interweb and go Google Pelosi Schumer. Just forget Pelosi. Just Google Democrat calls for special prosecutor or special counsel because they're not actually the same thing. But just Google. Democrats calling for a special counsel to investigate Trump, despite the fact that, Joe, Mm. I cannot say this enough. Nobody has yet told anyone what the crime is. Yeah, I understand. What's the crime? Not the talking point. They colluded. Who One collusion, by the way, which didn't happen. No one's even proved that. No proof. Forget about proof. No one's even provided a scintilla of evidence of collusion. Collusion is a... It's a it's a term devoid of any legal meaning. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? They they had a conversation on the phone. It's not a crime to quote collude, even though the, no one's even made a credible allegation of collusion. There's no one has alleged a crime. So, Joe, for we've been covering this story for weeks, yeah. as 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 everyone else. By the way, Roger Ailes died today too, which uh, you know, despite the allegations against him, uh, you know, I I met Roger Ailes and uh, at a, I mean, just a thanks for what he did. You know, we're all sinners at heart, so I just wanted to include that. I just found out this morning, and you know, the head of he was the former head of Fox News's mm-hmm. programming, so I want to put that out there. But just Google Democrats calling for special counsel. I say that. Because, ladies and gentlemen, one of the points I've made on the show repeatedly, and Joe, you've been here with me, obviously, from the beginning. There's never been another EP on this show, except for Joe. I've made the point repeatedly on the show that Democrats don't stand for anything. Not all. I'm talking about the institutional liberal portion of the Democrat Party and the liberal propaganda movement out there. They don't stand for anything, ladies and gentlemen. Now, why am I relating that to you in in relationship to the special counsel? Because the Democrats called for a special counsel repeatedly. Pelosi, Schumer, all the just Google it yourself. Don't take I, I beg you listening to this show because I'm not a liberal. Don't take my word for anything. Do your own homework, and that's why Joe and I include show notes in the show with actual links. Mm-hmm. Look it up yourself. What I'm telling you is true. Again, I could play sound from now. I didn't even want to bother Joe with this. Joe, could we go do a montage of Democrats calling for a special counsel? Because it would take 20 minutes because <laughs> they all did. Again, Google it yourself. So we're principled people, Republicans, good Republicans. There are a lot of bad rhinos out there. There were Actually, the rhinos are a disgrace, too. But we are principled people, conservatives and libertarians and good Republicans. Liberals are not. They wanted a special prosecutor. They got a special, excuse me, special counsel. They got a special counsel yesterday. A guy who's known across the the partisan aisle to be a relatively straight shooter, Rob Mueller, former uh, Robert Mueller, former head of the FBI. 
And what did Pelosi come out and say this morning? No, no, this is no good. Let me quote her. This is we need an independent commission that is free of the Trump administration's meddling. Ladies and gentlemen. God, I can't stand these people. Shouldn't do the mention the Lord's name in vain. My apologies, especially in light of anger. And I am angry and I'm sorry. It's not like I don't do these things for. Matter of fact, I hate those shows when I get angry because, and I do have a note of optimism for you. I promise. I even have a, I even have it in a separate box here, Joe. Optimism, because I don't, I, I don't like angry shows, and my wife doesn't like them either. All right. And I don't want to leave you guys with a sense of like it's all bad. We're all gonna die. We are, we live at the greatest time in American history to be alive. It's the most prosperous time ever. I mean, really, you should thank God you're alive now in the United States. But I cannot emphasize to you enough. I beg you, I implore you, I cry out to you on hands and knees, begging you to understand that they're, the liberal portion of the Democrat Party hates this country. They hate you. They hate all of their enemies and anyone who's an obstacle to their acquisition of power. Make absolutely no mistake. Do not be fooled for a moment. They never wanted a special counsel. Ever. What they wanted was to take down a democratically elected president because he was an obstruction to their control agenda. They wanted total control of the healthcare system and they knew with Hillary they were on their way to single payer and it stopped the minute Trump got elected. They wanted total control of the economy by furthering the tax hike agenda Obama started under Hillary. It stopped under Trump. They wanted total control of the education apparatus in the United States by eliminating school choice, wiping out charter schools, deport, uh, 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 importing uh, into the government an education secretary that was going to stand in the way of school choice. They lost it when Trump got elected. Mm-hmm. They wanted to expand the deep state and the regulatory apparatus by expanding the government bureaucracy and empowering the government bureaucracy to rule without making laws. And it stopped under Trump. I am not a huge fan of the a good portion of the Trump agenda. I've already said that on the show. Trade or a couple of things. I I wish we would. I, I like his tax cut plan. But there is absolutely no question that the swamp creatures, the rhinos, the liberals, and the Democratic establishment got smoked in this last election, and they will not let it go. They never ever wanted a special counsel. They wanted to take down the Trump administration. And keep in mind, you may say, well, why would they call for a special counsel? Because they needed something to say. That is it. Joe, they never thought that the deputy AG, and um, by the way, just to be clear, the deputy attorney general, Rod Rosenstein, appointed the special counsel, not the attorney general, Jeff Sessions, for a very clear reason, which was also a mistake, in my opinion. Hmm. The attorney general recused himself. Uh from the Russia investigation based on false charges against him, which was a huge mistake, terrible move. So Rosenstein now is in charge of that. And that's why Sessions. Now, let me read to you. So it makes sense. This is just one sentence. I hate when people read on the radio. They read these long things. Everybody's (laughs) like, oh, here is the statute in the CFR, the Code of Federal Regulations. It's chapter six, CFR chapter six. That governs the appointment of a special counsel. It says the attorney general or acting in this case, acting because remember, Sessions recused himself 
will appoint a special counsel when he determines that criminal investigation of a person or matter is warranted. Folks, what's the criminal investigation? Hmm. What is it? Joe, when Jim Comey was still the FBI director, hmm. just what, two or three weeks ago, right. and was up on the hill, he clearly stated there wasn't a criminal investigation. It was a counterintelligence investigation. That he did. The, you remember that? Yeah. They were not the same. Folks. They're not the same thing. The counterintelligence investigation ongoing within the FBI, based on all indications of publicly available information, were based on Russian meddling in the election, which has been going on forever. It was made clear to a number of people, including Democratic Senator Dianne Feinstein and Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, that Donald Trump was not the target of the investigation. You liberal dopes with your 30-foot thick skulls. What point of this do you not get? Joe, these people are savages. The stock market down 300 points Mm. yesterday. Mm -hmm. People in a panic. Sissy Republicans all over the place bailing out. Oh, oh my gosh, we need a special prosecutor. Mm. This Kinzinger clown in Illinois. What a joke. McCain, I mean, thank you for your service. I mean it. Gosh, I would never want to be a prisoner of war, and I don't mean to take away from this guy's record of service one bit, but that does not entitle you to say ridiculous things. John McCain, this is a Watergate-style investigation. What are you talking about? Joseph Armacost, Mm. as my good friend and producer, what's the crime? Time to nominate these guys for a no-ball prize. Because they don't have yeah. it. <laughs> oh, that's that's good. I like that's what? good. That you you write that down. You need to start writing this stuff down, dude, for the t-shirt company. <laughs> the no get this ball going. prize, yeah, it goes to them. No ball prize, right? Not no bell, no ball. You listen to four hours of conservative talk radio every morning, correct? Five to nine, you're on at WCBM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the crime? What's the crime, Joe? Now I'll tell you what Joe does. Joe has to provide these kickers, these little like news bits. He has to listen to to uh, Chuck do the traffic in the morning. Mm-hmm. He listens to Frank read the news. Uh, sometimes he probably hangs around and listens to Michael read the news later on with Bruce Elliott's show. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard an actual crime? No. What's the crime? Huh? What is it? Has that uh, Joe? Has anyone called in the show with evidence of a crime? Not no. There's no crime. Where? What is it? What's the crime? Let me read this again. The last part of CFR chapter six about the appointment of a special prosecutor for all the liberal dopes out there who are incapable of using logic and reason. When the AG or acting AG appointed will appoint a special counsel when he determines that criminal investigation of a person or matter is warranted. What's the crime? You know. I had to take another note. I have like, I should take a picture of this and put it up. My notes today are priceless. I have lines everywhere. The point, that's why I was like worried because I, what I don't like to do is, is leave you at the end of the show with like, man, that was a lot, but I don't get the whole. <laughs> so the big picture questions here going over to the beginning, Democrats wanted a special counsel or so they said they got a special counsel. And now Pelosi's complaining that there's a special counsel. 
Again, showing you liberals have zero. Pelosi is a gutless, gutless, spineless. I I mean, the bottom of the barrel politician who will do anything, anything to destroy this country. Hence the witch hunt. Yeah, it is a witch hunt. And, you know, it's 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 I tried to give her some credit on a show yesterday. I was given doing a little interview and I said, Mm -hmm. Well, you know, she didn't call for impeachment, so maybe she's starting to be reasonable. You know what? You can't even do that. One day, and she's already back to throwing the country under the bus. Now, I have a line to something else I wanted to point out okay. to tie in a bit of a, his- a bit of history into this, to show you how the Democrat media complex, again, is not committed to principles. So they wanted a special prosecutor, didn't get one. They're saying the special prosecutor, or excuse me, special counsel should have been appointed according to law, CFR Chapter 6, because of a criminal investigation. Nobody has pointed out anywhere that there's a criminal investigation, including the former FBI director, who clearly said it was a counterintelligence investigation based on Russian meddling Mm -hmm. and was not an investigation into Trump. So what's the crime now? Do you remember, Joe, this is a while ago. We had, Remember we had the debt ceiling crisis and there was yeah. a, the BCA, the Budget Control Act, the sequester. We did a show on this. We were doing weekend oh, shows yeah. for an hour and it was a while ago. But the Democrats and the media, the media are just total, total liars. I have zero, and I, I do mean zero respect for the media. I'm telling you as an agent, when I spend time on the uh, uh, around these people overseas, these are, if you think for a second, these are morally principled people, the media. I'm not telling you, not only are not moral and moral principled, they are, I, I, would, I would trust a misdemeanor convict before I would trust a media person. They are savages and they are liars. Do not trust these people as far as you can throw them. And based on what a lot of them eat, you can't throw them very far. They are the worst, the dregs of society. Now, when the budget crisis was going on under Obama and then the sequester, the BCA was signed, right? The Budget Control Act. Mm-hmm. There was an analysis done of the situation. I'm pretty sure it was by S&P, the bond rating company. And they were talking about the, the, the fiscal worthiness of the United States. In other words, hey, listen, they owe a lot of money. And in there was a line about uncertainty. And the Democrats, amazingly, despite the fact that This is not what the report said at all. I know you're left because you probably remember some of this. The uncertainty was for the future budget situation because we were borrowing borrowing too much money. In other words, Mm -hmm. a bond rating agency said we're in real trouble right now, the United States, because of the uncertainty of the future financial situation, because we don't know if we have enough tax revenue in the future to ever pay off this government debt. The Democrats and their media clowns who be clown themselves every day went out there and said, oh, look. The Republicans holding up the budget process. Even the rating agencies are citing that uncertainty and the Republicans are destroying the country. What are you talking about? The Democrats and their media clowns are magical at turning a Democrat problem into a Republican run. The Democrat problem is they want to spend money we don't have. S&P says that's causing uncertainty and we're having big problems right now. You better fix this right away. And the Democrats turn it around because the Republicans were trying to stop spending a lot of money and make it a Republican problem. And these stupid goats in the media play along right away. Why am I bringing this up in relationship to Pelosi? Mm -hmm. Because what are the Democrats doing now by these constant calls for impeachment? Like this Maxine Waters, who is it, it, it just... And a non-credible human being. She's not to be taken seriously by any serious person. 
Don't ever mention Maxine Waters or the Southern Poverty Law Center to me. They're two totally non-credible, laughable organizations that you make yourself look like an idiot by even bringing up. So the Democrats were more than happy during the budget negotiations to cite uncertainty by the Republicans trying to hold up massive spending bills, saying, look, all this uncertainty, you're going to collapse the government. Yet the Democrats right now are causing geometrically greater uncertainty by calling for impeachment and a special counsel, even though they don't even want a special counsel, because now that they got a special counsel, they're already accusing the special counsel of meddling, despite the fact that the guy appointed to head the special counsel, Robert Mueller, Robert Mueller worked for Obama and Bush and has bipartisan support in this. Folks, the bigger umbrella point that I, I, I need you to take out of this the, the Democrats are a lost party. The liberals hate this country. They've always hated this country. They see us as a bunch of imperialists. They have never forgiven the initial constitution of the United States for not wiping out slavery. They have, they, they, it will, they, and listen, it was, it's a stain on this country forever, as it's been a stain on most countries in the world that, that uh, instituted some form of slavery. Mm-hmm. They see us as having imperialist tendencies. They hate free markets. They hate freedom. They hate this country. If you don't understand that, you are listening to the wrong show. And listen, I don't care. I'm not looking to be accepted by the D.C. establishment and the fancy pants media. Listen, go blank yourself. I don't care. I, I give zero blanks. And for those of you who follow me on Twitter a lot, I give zero. Mm, it rhymes with hits about what you think. I've been seriously to the DC bubble people. Zero. I give less than zero. I don't care. Because, oh man, this guy, look at him. He's a bomb thrower. Liberals don't hate America. Please understand what I'm telling you. These people hate this country. Pelosi will tank the stock market. She will tank the Obamacare bill, despite the fact that Obamacare is collapsing right now on its own accord, Joe. It is... People are bailing out everywhere. Mm-hmm. Aetna just canceled its plans everywhere a couple of weeks ago across the country. They will tank the economy, the school system. They will tank the healthcare system. They will slam you over the head with a baseball bat tomorrow morning if they could, if it advances their power and control agenda. Make absolutely no mistake. The very uncertainty they cited in the budget negotiations, which was wrongly cited, by the way, they are causing now 10 times greater. They are collapsing the country right now, and they don't care. Not one iota. Because they're savages. All right. Now, quick break here, but I do have to, I want to get to some optimistics because I don't want to leave you with. I was going to remind you of that. Yeah. <laughs> Joe was like, please. I had a rough day. Joe had a bit of a rough day yesterday. So, all right. Have you signed up yet for CRTV yet? Uh, listen, folks, I had a great conversation with a couple of, uh, I can't share the details, obviously, but the management at CRTV uh, yesterday. And I'm super excited about the future here. Get in now. Uh, I mean it. I know I work here. I know it's hard for me 
to be objective about it, but I'm telling you, get in there now. You got my show coming up. We're working on the details now. You can see a preview of the show at CRTV.com. It's a short one. You have to be a member to see the whole 20-minute interview and some of the uh, some of the footage I have there. But go to CRTV.com. Subscribe today. It's available for less than $10 a month. I mean, seriously, a turkey sandwich in New York is like $12. <laughs> You're going to get commercial-free content from Mark Levin, Stephen Crowder, Steve Dace, Michelle Malkin. We have Matt Kibbe stuff up there now you have my stuff up there go give it a look crtv.com here's a promo code for you save yourself a few bucks it makes it even cheaper i mean what are you paying in a cable bill like five thousand a month <laughs> this is peanuts seriously i mean we give you a whole year of content for what you pay for for, for less than what you pay for your cable bill in a month use promo code bongino b-o-n-g-i-n-o sign up today i'll give you a couple more dollars off all right folks go to crtv.com and sign up today all right, one more point before I move on to a more optimistic note here. To show you how Jim Comey is not is not being on the up and up here. Jim Comey is about Jim Comey, the former FBI director. Of course, it was just fire that initiated this whole spiral of Democrat media fabricated scandals, because that's all they are. Remember, Republican scandals are make allegation, confirm allegation, go find evidence later, right, Joe? Mm-hmm. Democrat scandals are Evidence slams you in the face. Deny evidence. Deny evidence again. That's that. That's that's it. I mean, we and we should never ever accept that ever ever ever. That's why I can't stand the media. But one more thing on this. So Democrats are running around calling for an obstruction of justice charge against Trump. Wow, that's fascinating. Most of these Democrats are legal buffoons and idiots ordinarily, but they're just proving what we already know by saying that. They're alleging that the Comey memo, now to backtrack a bit, Jim Comey allegedly uh, wrote in a memo, well, he had a meeting with Trump, we know that, that's not alleged, had a meeting with Trump not long after the Trump election, and Comey apparently is a big, prolific note taker, and regarding the Mike Flynn, the former National Security Advisor investigation, Comey alleges in a memo that Trump said I hope we can find uh, I hope we can find a way for you to clear him. He's a good guy. Comey wrote that in a memo. Now, Comey, in typical Jim Comey fashion, Joe, found a way to make sure that this was uh, leaked to the press, mm-hmm. this memo, after he was fired, not before. Now, a couple of points on this. Number one, how is that obstruction of justice? Joe, have you ever been pulled over by the cops? Oh, yeah, many times, Dan. <laughs> yeah, uh, me too. Unfortunately, um, a little known fact about me, way too many times. I had a Corvette, a WS6 Trans Am once, and <laughs> yeah. been pulled over more times than I care to discuss on the show today. If you say to a police officer, hey, man, I really hope you can let me go, that may not be the wisest comment. No. But, I mean, Joe, now you're not a I, lawyer, but just seriously, neither am I, but I have a deep experience with the legal system. I've been a cop and a federal agent. Do you really believe that's a crime? No, I've even asked cops. Do you really have to get a ticket? Joe, everybody has. Everybody who's been pulled over at some point says, man, I hope you can let me go. Now, that is not a crime, folks. Now, here's the difference. Now, that's that's what Comey's alleging Trump said. I hope you can let this guy go. There's a difference. If you were to say, by the way, I want to give a shout out to my law enforcement friend, Rocco, for giving me a little heads up on this one, because he's absolutely right. This was the analogy he used. Hmm. If you say to the cop, hey, I really hope you can let me go, 
And by the way, there's a $100 bill sitting on my lap oh. waiting for you if you do. That's a totally different ball game, folks. Okay. That's called a quid pro quo, a something for something. That's totally different. Nobody is alleging that happened. Nobody. Right. Now, so quid pro quo, something for something, is a major league problem legally. Here's the number two problem. If you try to intimidate him, if you say to the cop, in other words, hey, I really hope you let me go. And all, and let's say you're carrying an in-the-pants holster with your Glock 43, mm-hmm. and you start fingering that Glock 43, I guarantee you you're going to have a big problem with that cop yeah. if you make it out of there alive, okay? You start, you know, you start putting your hand on a gun, he's going to pull his gun out, and he's going to make sure that you take your hand off that gun. Understandably, so you don't want to get killed. Yeah. That's a different... So you have quid pro quo and intimidation. Again, nobody's alleging that either. So Comey is is slipping this memo to now here, here's where Comey's are and shout out to Greg Jarrett at Fox News, who is a lawyer for writing this and a Fox News opinion piece, because he's absolutely right. Showing how Comey just boxed himself in. Because the Comey memo makes no allegations whatsoever of obstruction of justice. But now the media is calling for obstruction of justice. Jim Comey just absolved Donald Trump of any wrongdoing. Now, Joe, you're probably thinking, well, how did he do that? Hmm. Jim Comey has the head of the FBI, Joe. If the president obstructs justice in front of him while he's in the office, has an absolute legal obligation to report that. He didn't report it. Hmm. So what does that mean? What that means is Jim Comey's memo that was trying to, Jim Comey apparently isn't that bright, which was trying to damage Trump inadvertently lets Trump off the hook because now what's Jim Comey going to say? Think about it, Joe. Under oath, what's Comey going to say? Jim Comey, did you think Trump obstructed justice in front of you? Um, yeah, yeah, yes, I think he did. Well, <laughs> sir, why didn't you report it? Because, because I wanted to hold the information hostage in case I got fired? That's not an answer, folks. That's not an answer. Jim <laughs> Comey is in a world of trouble right now. He either witnessed obstruction of justice, which is, by the way, I just want to be crystal clear, which is there's no indications of that at all, intimidation or quid pro quo. Quid pro quo in the memo. None. But even if according to media allegations and silly Democrat allegations of obstruction of justice, either he witnessed it and failed to report it and failed to resign over it, or he didn't witness it and just just uh, absolved Trump of any wrongdoing. He just screwed himself like there's no tomorrow and he has no idea. Okay. On a little bit of an optimistic note. And by the way, there's a story today in... Um, in the Wall Street Journal, an op-ed piece by Phil Graham. It's not a story, it's an opinion piece, but it's a really good one about economic headwinds and the treasury borrow money. And I know that sounds really complicated, but it's not. Mm. But the quick gist of it, before I get to an optimistic note, is it, and I want to talk about this more tomorrow, is we're in a little bit of trouble right now with the economy. We borrowed so much money that when interest rates go up, if these interest rates rise high enough, but they rise higher than the rate of growth in the economy, we'll be in real trouble. In other words, Joe, if you have to borrow money at 5% for a project, that you think is only going to return 4%, mm-hmm. you're going to lose money. I said, brought up the Puerto Rico thing in yesterday's show and how interest rates go up in the United States. This is a real problem, folks. If the economic growth rates are 4% and interest rates are 7% and you have to borrow money to fund projects, you're losing money. So Phil Graham has a really interesting take on this. I'll get to it tomorrow. I'll sum it up for you in a neat little bow so you don't have to... Uh, 
spin your wheels thinking it through, but it's a really, really good piece. But on, on an optimistic note, because I know this was a bit of a depressing show and I don't, I don't intend it to be. Here's the good news. Number one, we're, we're all Christians here. Uh, now, well, I shouldn't say that in my house. I'm not talking about, I get in the audience. We have Jews, Buddhists, Hindus. I respect all different viewpoints on that. I, I'm, we're Christians in my house and we, this is just the test, right? Just the test. I'm absolutely convinced about it. You know, Hugh Ross wrote a great book called Why the Universe is the Way It Is about the value of suffering and sacrifice. And I, the, the book is great. I mean, the essence of it is he's an astrophysicist. And I, I interviewed him once at WMAL when I was hosting over there. And he was really fascinating. And he lays out the scientific case for God. But that's, uh, he also talks about the value of suffering. And what I took away from one of the chapters of the book is this is a tryout. I mean, God puts you here with free will to give you a tryout for your ticket to the second creation. Mm. Don't get so obsessed about the... You know, about the failings of human beings. I mean, we've had failures of human beings from time immemorial. I mean, uh, you name it. There's been abuses of power and tyrants because that's just what human beings do. But all you can do is lead your life in a good, morally upstanding way and know that no matter what happens here on earth, there's always a, there's a second creation there waiting for you if you're willing to do the right thing. I don't mean to be preachy, but it's easy to get lost in the material world sometimes and think, ah, oh, it's all coming apart. Mm -hmm. And you know what? It's not. Idiot human beings come apart all the time. Just don't be a part of it. Okay, number two, on a more practical note. Folks, we're still winning. Major things are happening at the state level. Matter of fact, I saw a great report yesterday about the state of Oregon. Oregon, a liberal state show where they roundly hmm. rejected limitations on a liquid natural gas facility. You may say, oh my gosh, what's the big deal? It's a huge deal. It's going to be the first one on the West Coast. This is in the liberal state of Oregon. Hmm. Maryland has a Republican governor. Massachusetts has a Republican governor. Illinois has a Republican governor. We have wiped the Democrats out at the state, federal, and local level. And I have a note here. Court appointments are coming up, too. If, if Trump manages to get reelected or another Republican manages to take the next four-year term, we are going to clean up at the court level, too, and appoint actual uh, constru uh, strict constructionists who obey by the obey the Constitution and don't use it for toilet paper like the liberals. We're still winning. We're winning everywhere. The Democrats can talk all the smack they want. We're winning. We own them everywhere. A second piece of good news: nobody trusts the media anymore. Mm. The media has totally beclowned themselves. Now, you may say to yourself, oh, Dan, you just don't like the media. You're just saying that. Okay, well, here's a poll I just saw. And a uh, hat tip to Molly Hemingway, who's been tweeting this out and talking about it on Fox. Only 11% of Republicans trust the media. <laughs> Folks, you, that, you can't. And, and you know what? I get it. You know, media hacks listening. You may be like, well, we don't care. We don't really need Republicans. Okay, fine. We're the ones that, you know, Republicans are 50% of the country. And when only 10% of them, well, 11 to be precise, 11% of them trust you, I got news for you. Your business model's in a world of trouble, folks. <laughs> Nobody trusts you. You've lost all credibility. You have none. You've lied to us for 50, 60 years, and we've caught up to you. Your business model's done. It's over. You could keep talking to your liberal kooks in the bubble, and that's fine, but you're done. Last point here. There was a, a poll recently about Comey taken. You approve, disapprove of the Jim Comey firing. 62% mm. of respondents either approved of the firing or couldn't care less. Mm. What does that tell you, Joe? I wrote my first book. I called it Life Inside the Bubble for a Reason. When you're in the DC bubble and you do what Joe and I do, we focus on conservative content every day. This is a huge story. You know what Farmer Jones in Arkansas thinks about this story? <laughs> 
He's giving the double barrel middle finger, which I'm doing right now. I kid you not to the D.C. establishment because he doesn't care. Cut his taxes, fix his health care and get the government off his back so he can feed America. Nobody cares. D.C.'s obsessed with Trump's falling down. He fired Comey. He's everything's collapsing. No one cares but you. Nobody. Nobody cares. You're the only ones who care about this. <laughs> I had to leave you with an optimistic note. We're winning. We're winning, folks. Sorry, went a little longer today. Tomorrow, um, I want to get into those, some of the dangers of this special prosecutor, too. And I want to tell a quick story about when I was a Secret Service agent and how we had a really, really potentially high-profile investigation. But it goes to show you the dangers of these special prosecutors and counsels, Joe. Hmm. They get they want to be on TV. And I'll tell you a story that'll prove it, that some of these guys have really bad intentions. That's the danger there. All right? So don't miss tomorrow's show. Talk to you. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening, wherever you listen.